0: No more talk. It's time for action. What the Orlando Magic did. What the first day of training camp looked like. Plus, we hear from Paolo Bancaro and talk a little bit more about what to expect from Wendell Carter. It's time for a new edition of Locked On Magic.
1: You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Indeed, Locked On Magic today is September 28th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You, of course, follow me on Twitter at underscore omd On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to chat about the first day of training camp, what the magic did, what the magic how they put their words into action, and how they got themselves ready for the first state, or how they, what they did on the first day in camp to begin leveling up, as they've said, all offseason. We'll get to that, plus here from Paolo Bencaro, after his first day, first practice as an NBA player, as well as uh, chat a little bit about Wendell Carter and what to expect from him this season. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA, plus great podcast covering MLB if you want to check out out the Tampa Bay Rays on Locked On Rays, or the NFL with Locked On Bucks and Locked On Jaguars, too. Check them out wherever you download podcasts, search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Uh, Before we do get started with uh, with training camp, uh, obviously that is huge news for the Orlando Magic Um, But I do want to make sure that I get this right off the top. Uh, If you're listening to this uh, in real time, I don't always listen to podcasts in real time. But if you are listening to this in real time and live in the state of Florida, please, 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 please please be safe over the next couple days as Hurricane Ian uh, comes ashore and, and, and affects us all here in Central Florida, especially my friends on the Gulf Coast. Please be safe. Um, if there are evacuation orders in effect, please uh, adhere to them. Um, make sure that you and your loved ones get through this storm uh, perfectly safe. Uh, as I always like to say during hurricanes, you know, we in Florida know how to handle hurricanes. We know how to handle our business. Um, but it has been a while since we've had one this powerful hit us, especially here in central Florida, this directly. Um, I, I, I can't remember one coming out of the Gulf Coast like this since Charlie um, and Charlie was fast. This this hurricane is not as speedy as Charlie was. Charlie was done in a night. This is going to be a Wednesday and Thursday thing uh, for all of us. Um, the Magic have, in fact, canceled their practice on Wednesday. Um, their Thursday practice is currently TPD, so it's not particularly clear if they are going to be able to uh, practice. Uh, uh, hopefully, They'll probably be back at practice by Friday, but um, the Magic could be on the shelf for a little while here too. Um, it uh, Obviously, take... Basketball is the least important thing, and that's why I'm leading the show with this. Please take care of yourself. Uh, follow all local, all local um, ordinances, all local guidance. Um, as well as we get through the storm, as we always do with hurricanes, we ride these things out. Um, luckily, us here in Orlando. For those that are concerned, that don't live in Orlando, hurricanes usually tend to weaken by the time they reach us here in Orlando. Um, it's looking like it's going to hit. Hurricane Ian's going to hit us as a Category One, which sounds bad, but you know. We know how to handle our business in Florida, but still, that's still going to cause tremendous amounts of damage. I cannot promise that I will have a podcast tomorrow or Thursday, actually. Um, I I do live downtown, so I suspect that even if I lose power, I will get it back fairly quickly, but I can't make any promises, so I just want to make sure I come on the horn here and say, everyone, please be safe. Um, Thanks, everyone, for your thoughts thoughts and prayers. Um, We'll get through this as we always do. But let's get down to... What the Magic did. The Orlando Magic were able to hold their first two practices. Uh, As far as I understand, they were set to hold a practice Tuesday evening. They were, in fact, able to hold that from everything that I have heard, from everything that I understand. Um, We did speak to the Magic after their first practice on Tuesday. So training camp has officially begun. The Orlando Magic have started their work in earnest for the 2023 season. On Monday at Media Day, we felt all the excitement, all the anticipation. All the energy that a new season brings. Everyone was so excited and so happy to be back in the gym working together to take these next steps as a franchise and as an organization. Throughout the course of the offseason and even Monday, we heard this, this mantra, You know, this desire for more accountability, this desire to kind of take those next steps as a franchise. And look, everyone talks. Everyone is happy and excited on media day. What we want to see is what that talk actually means. The reason why I did a whole episode and have talked so much about Jamal Mosley saying we're going to level up this year is because I'm trying to figure out what the heck that means. What does that actually mean? Because until we see it on the court, it's all just talk. Tuesday was the first time to see it all on the court. and While we were not let in to watch any of practice, which is a bit new actually. Usually the first day of practice we're allowed to watch kind of the last 5-10 minutes of it. Um, get some B roll and such, um, and and we got to see some shooting drills, but no no scrimmages or anything like that. Um, the The first day of practice here was real was really from what the players told us, from what the coaches told us, really showed what these words are in action. Everyone said that this this camp would be about attention to detail. Well, if you were caught napping on a drill, if you weren't ready to step in on a drill, your team was sent off. Next team in. It was about you know, especially with the hurricane here, like uh, again, I don't want to minimize what the hurricane is here, but the magic note time is of the essence. They know they're losing at least two practices, maybe even three or four, because they're not going to be able to go these next couple days. Uh, I imagine that is actually why this practice was maybe a little bit different than a typical first practice, maybe fewer uh, scrimmage reps and more like drill work so we can make sure they get those foundations and fundamentals in. And, and we'll get to that here in a minute. But really, the big takeaway that I saw or I heard from Jamal Mosley, from Paolo Bancaro, from Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner when they spoke to the media, was that there was this heightened level of intensity, this heightened level of accountability, and the stressing of paying attention to detail. When the coaches taught something and they set up a drill, there there wasn't time to correct a drill in progress. If you weren't getting the concept, your team was pulled off so the next group could come in and you were kind of taken to one of the side courts, and yes, this is one of the benefits of being in the Advent Health Training Center. You were taken to one of the side courts to work through it and, and get that understanding, get that learning, so you could hop back in the next time. Um, again, it's not that there's no teaching. that's not that there's no learning. It's not that this group isn't doing doing what it needs to do to kind of learn and understand their mistakes, but there is very little time for those mistakes, or better yet, those mistakes have consequences those mistakes mean your team loses the drill. Your team has to sit out. You have to wait your for your next turn. There's no waiting for this. And so, it's very much a message of you better under you better, you know, w- once these concepts are taught and learned, you better be able to grasp them quickly. And not only that, you better be ready to go the moment it comes. And, and mostly brought up some other great examples. He brought up how, you know, if a player didn't set his screen at the right angle or didn't cut hard enough through the lane, those uh, those players were kind of excised or, or, or those, those players were sent off so that they could get someone in there who could. It might be nominal. It might not mean a whole lot at this juncture because obviously you're going to get to games and you got to do what's best to, to help your team win. But the message is pretty clear. If you're not going to take these drills seriously, if you're not going to take these practices seriously, if you're not going to play them with the intensity and, and again, attention to detail that's necessary to be successful, we're going to find someone who will. And this team, one of the concerns I, I hear a lot of Magic fans talk about is, well, where's Chuma Okeke going to play? Where's Bol Bol going to play? Yes, that's actually one of the things we learned from me today is Chuma is changing how he pronounces his last name to kind of fit more of his Nigerian descent. So it's Chuma Okeke now. And um, Where's Chuma Okeke gonna play? Where's Caleb Houston gonna play? Where's Bol Bol gonna play? Where's you know maybe to some extent less Mo Wagner? I think Beau Wagner will get his minutes, but there's a lot of depth on this roster and a lot of guys who do need playing time, and so a lot of the a lot of the discussion it, it sounded like in the practice on Tuesday in this first practice was focused on these details, on making sure everyone was on the same page and everyone understood exactly where they needed to be, exactly how they needed to run things, and to kind of set this early tone that we're not going to take a relaxed view of these things. We're going to make sure every minute is spent effectively. If that's the message that was sent after this first day of practice, then that is a good message for the team, it's, it's, again, as long as they're doing the right things. And and, and you know, you could, I think you could certainly argue... That puts a lot more pressure on, on Coach Mosley to make sure his tactics are right, to make sure his messaging is right, so that the team can take those important next steps. Beyond that, um, Orlando certainly has um, has a lot that it needs to work on too, and so it, it, there there is a lot more. The focus of Tuesday's practice, of Tuesday's first practice, was on the defense, and that's undoubtedly going to be this team's strength. So you look at this, the the, the makeup of this team. Um, Orlando wants to be a strong defensive team, and they believe they can be a strong defensive team with the length that they have, with the versatility that they have. And so that was a big focus. Their big focus was especially on transition defense. They have a little whiteboard um, inside the training facility. We actually were able to walk right by it. I'm not taking a photo of it. I'm sorry. Um, But we walked right by it. It had kind of the keys and the emphasis of the day. Um, Transition defense, defense in general, uh, essentially the whole practice on on Tuesday at least, uh, at least the first practice, was spent on defense and kind of getting those defensive principles down. Uh, beyond that, you know, the Magic certainly, the Magic certainly said that having the familiarity, having those fundamentals down, even from summer league, where you know a lot of these guys were part of the Magic summer league roster, um, they've been working out with the team uh, throughout September. This was about kind of hitting the ground running and getting going. And and and, and Joel Mosley did say that he felt like the team was able to kind of get through some of the fu- fundamentals and foundations quicker. Because of that familiarity, because of what they've already been through, because of last season, because they've already been through a lot of things together. Obviously, it's just drill work at this point. We don't really know who's playing well, although everyone's talked very, very highly of Paolo Bancaro. We'll hear from him here in a moment. Um, everyone's talked very, very highly of Paolo Bancaro, uh, but it's—obviously, the proof will be when they actually get out in games, and, and, and the Magic are going to have to make up some ground, obviously— um, with them missing missing at least one day uh, because of the hurricane. Um, there was a joke in there from Jalen Suggs. He said, well, you know, I, I, I asked if we could bunk in the in the training facility, and, and they, they were told that they cannot. Um, I don't honestly see why they wouldn't be able to, but uh, it would definitely be a fun lock-in that that might be an NBA rules violation. But um, nonetheless, um, the Magic are going to have to play some catch-up, so being a little bit ahead, you know, using all this time wisely— is definitely a very, very good thing and a very, very, very good sign. We're going to talk a little bit about Wendell Carter and the season that we expect him to have this year, but we'll hear from Paolo Bancaro after his first training camp practice coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information and live betting up to the scores for every sport out there. You can currently get over-unders on Paolo Bancaro, stat line hit odds on Rookie of the Year, and a whole lot more. The fastest and easy way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. When we come back, we will hear from the man himself, Paolo Banchero, after his first NBA training camp practice.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked on NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: Now, get everything going and installed and you get to what the idea is really all about. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of learning, a lot of uh, teaching by coach. Just uh, all defense and stuff. Right, uh, this this practice, so yeah, it was good. How good defensively do you think you can be? Me? Yeah. Uh, I think I can be great defensively. Um, you know, obviously, I think I kind of got a bad rap in college for whatever reason, uh, on defense. But you know, I've always been a pretty solid defender my whole life. So you know, I, I feel like I can continue that and keep building on it. You know, that's something that. All the coaches, you know, they've been helping me, on me about being a great two-way player. You know, not only being great offensively, but uh, bringing the same on the defensive end. Uh, and today was a good start. Was that minute? They put emphasis in practice early, just locking down defensively and trying to be a really good defensive team. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, we got all the tools to be a great defi- uh, defensive team. Uh, we got athletic guards. You know, we got big and athletic big, so we can, we can guard all over the uh, perimeter. So we got the uh, makings of a great defensive team.
1: Coach
0: Mitchum. To the point of the defense, when you look around the league and the best players, LeBron like or Jason Tatum or Kevin Durant, defense is something they've progressed with through the career. Do you kind of see that as kind of a for your team as you
2: develop? Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't want to be known as a, just an offensive player. You know, Um I want to be a complete player. Um, You know, I want my teammates to be able to count on me on both ends of the floor.
0: Was a uh, first day, first practice, NBA practice. Everything you imagine would, what kind of would talk you by surprise for if there was anything during your first practice?
2: Uh, I don't think nothing caught me by surprise, but um, it was a definitely everything I expected. You know, high energy, uh, a lot of learning on the fly, you know, um, but also you know, a good amount of teaching too. That's uh Did you notice any kind of jump from your college days to NBA and like physicality and this tempo of the game just through day one? Uh, yes. I mean, it's a lot faster. Um, I would say a lot bigger players, more athletic. Uh, so that's a little bit of an adjustment. But I've been playing against these guys all summer, so you know I'm pretty, a pretty. I think uh, I've adjusted, you know, and uh, just looking forward to getting out um, and going against somebody else, you know, next week. certain goals that you have for training camp? Goals that you discuss with coaches, or just goals that you have internally? Uh, just to get better, learn all the concepts on offense and defense, and you know, just go closer as a team. I'm assuming you never had to deal with a hurricane before, maybe you have. No, yeah, never. Uh, what, what's been the message to the staff about getting you guys prepared for the next few days? Uh, just, you know, staying safe, um, staying inside. Uh, I actually last night took all my stuff off my balcony uh, and all that stuff. You know, I've never been in a hurricane, so a little a little anxious kind of just to see what happens. Uh, praying for everybody, though, you know. Uh, but, yeah. Well, I'm sure when you step on the court, a lot of times, you know, you're one of the, the biggest guys. When you go out there, during practice when you're out there with Wendell, Bowl, Mo, just just how much size is there in, in this group? And then how, how much does that help you guys get used to for whatever you'll see in an, in an NBA game? Uh, yeah, it definitely helps a lot, you know, just being able to go up against those guys with uh, big and strong, you know, Bowl Mo, those guys, is you know, freak, out, I mean, freak athletes even for the NBA. So to have both of them to go against every day is gonna help a lot. How much do you think that – which mentioned that summer league training camp will kind of get you in the system, get your feet wet a little bit. How much of that do you think helped prepare you for today and what you'll experience the rest of this week? Uh, yeah, that helped me. That was similar to what we're going through now, uh, just a different group of guys. I mean, we was doing two days. Um, that was high intensity as well. So it's uh, pr- kind of similar to this, but obviously it's cranked up a notch, you know, being in the real, in the real training camp.
0: A lot of the players who are returning, there's obviously a lot of players returning from last year, they've all been talking about the accountability that they're expecting in terms of detail. In what ways did you see that kind of play out through, through today's practice?
2: Uh, the accountability Yeah. Say, um, yeah, just everyone holding each other accountable, uh, everyone being open to hearing um, from other teammates, whether it's good or, or maybe a little bit of a critic, criticism, you know, just – not taking it personal, and, and you know, taking a good message from it and, and applying it to you know what you got to do.
0: How would you describe the energy of the team? As far as everybody kind of getting along, just uh, overall
2: chemistry. It's a lot of good energy. Um, everybody's you know excited for what we got going. Uh, we play shoot next Monday, so everybody's excited and uh, trying to get ready best as we can.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner.
0: Like I said yesterday, uh, try and put some of the kind of the raw practice uh, practice stuff that I get uh, on here so you can at least get a taste of, of what everyone's saying of the kind of full scope of what we talk about in practices. If, if you like that, great. Um, if, if not, no worries. Well, well I, I'm going to try out a few different things here. But uh, I want to start kind of—I've been delaying this and and kind and, and, and of and bouncing around this, but I want to get back into some player outlooks and, and kind of preview uh, what we expect— uh, from players here uh, as we get ready for the season and, and, and kind of what is in store for a lot of these season, a lot of these players. Um, let me start by saying this. Um, Wendell Carter is probably one of the most important players on this team. Um, and, and, I, and I do truly believe that. Wendell Carter is a vital player for this team. Um, in a lot of ways, he's kind of the glue that holds everything together and, and just makes a lot of things work. I think that he, I personally, I kind of consider him the team captain. Uh, I feel like his voice carries a lot of weight in, in that locker room, and 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 it's something that he talked a little bit about during media day, where he said, you know, being a leader is, you know, helping hold everyone accountable, but also important to know when you've made mistakes and hold yourself accountable too. And and you know, Carter said, Carter said leadership, and and I think a lot of things about the team are going to come by committee. It's it's that's been a word that's been thrown around a lot. Um, but I, I feel like Wendell Carter is the kind of guy that, that when he speaks, the entire team kind of takes note. Uh, and the entire team, you know, kind of feels the weight of his voice. Um, because he's the guy that does all the little things that makes the team operate. Whether it's defense, being able to to guard any player on the floor while being the team's uh, main rim protector and post player. Um, what are the better defenders on the team? I, I don't think Wendell Carter quite gets the credit that he deserves for being such a good defender. Just look at his, his numbers when Nikola Jokic and, and, and Joel Embiid went up against him last year, as, as imperfect as those defensive numbers might be. Um, offensively, he sets screens. He's a, a good coordinator and kind of fulcrum. I call him a fulcrum because the whole offense kind of pivots around him. Um, he's a good fulcrum for this team. As they work and operate around him, as they 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 screen and as they cut and pass, as they you know kind of screen and roll, he's able to spread the floor out to three point three point line, and he's smart about which three pointers he takes. There's just so much about Wendell Carter to like, and I kind of joke, you know, I'm writing an article right now uh, on uh, one question for every player on the Orlando Magic, and I kind of joke that the question that I have for Wendell Carter is what isn't he good at right now? I will admit this. My draft analysis on Wendell Carter pegged him as the the dreaded jack-of-all-trades master of none. And this is usually a death sentence for a lot of big men um, because or a lot of players, period, because it essentially says, well, he's really good at a lot of things, but he's not really good at anything. And it's hard for a lot of people to kind of peg what these players are good at because... Ultimately, they become these kind of glue guys and connectors. Obviously, his time in Chicago just didn't work out. Um, The the shuffling of coaches, the changing of roles, he lost a lot of confidence, and coming to Orlando helped him kind of reset and and, and reclaim a lot of those talents. And now you're kind of seeing that in this NBA world, the jack of all trades is really valuable, especially from a center. And so Wendell Carter, to me, his growth... Is it's gonna be harder to track, but it's gonna be more important than anything else. Because yes, Franz Wagner is probably gonna score more points. Jalen Suggs is probably gonna score more be more efficient. Um, you know, hopefully be more efficient. Um Paolo Bancaro is gonna get whatever reps he's gonna get as a rookie. Um and and, and, and honestly Paolo can play and a lot of can do a lot of similar things to Wendell, which is gonna free Wendell up a little bit and, and again the versatility on this roster is potentially really exciting. But Wendell Carter is the one that's going to make all of this stuff work. In much the same way that you know we can't really track or kind of point to any particular statistic that says why Markel Fultz is so valuable to this team. And what he does, Wendell Carter's just like a point guard. Not necessarily bringing the ball up or, or, or calling out plays, but in getting guys into the right spots and setting that screen at the exact right angle to, to spring his man, knowing when to pop, knowing when to roll, Knowing when and how to pass the ball to players from the high post that sets everything else up. If Wendell Carter just becomes better at all those things, or, or more comfortable and more assertive at all those things, you know, with the, again the same mindset set, but just being more, more confident in his skills, then the rest of the, the the action for the magic becomes easier. To me, again, Wendell Carter is a connector. He connects one part of the offense to the next. He makes everything else easier for his teammates. Everything else easier for everybody else. And this skill set is extremely valuable. This skill set is one of the big things for this team that can help this team kind of, again, reach that next level. When we talk about being in tune with the details, that's where Wendell Carter lives. And so if you're asking him to be more in tune with the details, if you're asking him to level up, that's going to make everyone else better. Because he links so many different parts of this team and so many different things that this team wants to be about. And that, to me, is what's really exciting about Wendell Carter's season. Wendell Carter isn't the flashiest player in the world. That's, I think, one of the reasons why he got that jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none label stuck on him. Um, and probably still has that label, where he's not flashy enough. He's not making gi- ginormous blocks. He's not going down monster dunks, although he does do that. He's just doing the solid things that make good teams better. In much the same way we talk about Franz Wagner, although I think Franz is certainly a higher level of offensive player, Franz is still you know, figuring out how to make those connections. Wendell Carter already has that down. And that's what makes him special. And that's what makes him good. And that's what makes him important for this team. Because he's going to make everyone else's life easier this year. The year for Wendell Carter may not be humongous statistically, although certainly took a major step up last year in his scoring and his rebounding, a lot more confidence in him. He would probably tell you the biggest thing he wants to improve on is he just wants to be healthy and available the entire season. That is still probably the biggest question he faces. I've, I've kind of, not joked, but I've, I've kind of said to people, like you, you kind of have to bet on Wendell Carter missing 20 games if you look at the previous uh, the previous seasons in his career. Um He wants to shed that label a little bit, and that that, that is a fair goal for him to have. But Wendell Carter's statistics may not change a lot, but he's still going to be that much better for the Orlando Magic, especially if they trust him in that kind of facilitator-connector role that they really carved out for him last year. And to me, that's what makes Wendell Carter's season so exciting and so interesting for this coming year. I want to thank you all again for joining me for today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can of course, find me on Twitter at underscore md Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. you're tune in. You Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Go make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Um, I cannot guarantee when our next episode of Locked On Magic is going to be. Um, I will hope to have it posted Thursday, but you know, again, we're expecting the, the majority of this hurricane to hit us Wednesday night and throughout the day Thursday, um, I believe. Uh, the Magic have already canceled their practices on Wednesday, so... Um, hopefully we're, hopefully we're able to get up and running, uh, as soon as possible. Again, I, I, it's very likely that, that, that I will be without power for a little bit. So I can't promise that, that I'll, that I'll have podcasts for you all week. Um, obviously safety during the hurricane is a primary concern. Um, so please take care of yourself, take care of others, uh, and make sure you get through this, you ride this thing out, uh, as clean as you can. Uh, the recovery will be the long part, but we will all get through it together um, and 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 hopefully hopefully I'll be able to give you a podcast and give you something something fun to listen to uh, as the storm gets through. So everyone who lives in Central Florida, everyone who lives in the state of Florida, please 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 be safe over the next few days. We will talk to you very very soon here on Locked On Magic. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, we'll Ross Ross. get another episode of Locked On very, very.